When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Bay Takes Podcast. My name is Gus, and unfortunately today we are not being joined by Mr. Mikey Evans. He is living it up right now at the University of Southern California at a summer program. So if you happen to see him, which some people may have, say hello, ask him for a picture. He's enjoying his fame at the moment. Um, But today I am not joined by Mikey, but instead by a guest who we were hoping to have on with Mikey, but Mikey's not here, and that's Eli Sultanen. Uh, one of the co-hosts of the Front Runners pod. He is a friend of mine from high school. He goes to UMass Amherst. And Eli, I mean, you can give your own bio, I think. Yeah. Uh, thank you. That was a lovely intro. Um, but yeah, like Gus said, uh, I am a co-host of a podcast that I run with my friend Chris called the Front Runners Pod. Uh, it's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes, I'm plugging that very quickly. Um, we just started though, so like we don't have a big following right now. But um, on there, we talk about pretty much any sport aside from like golf or something. But uh, that's not really an important sport. So, uh, but a little bit about me, Gus said, I attend UMass Amherst. Uh, I'm in the sport management program there, uh, number one sport management program in the country. So I take great pride in that as does our school. So if any of you listening are interested in attending UMass for sport management, hit me up. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about me and what I do. Well, I golf fans are going to be mad at the fact that you said it was not I, an important sorry. sport. I <laughs> don't care. I don't care that you said that. But like, if my grandpa hears this, he might get mad. So okay. uh, I'll, I'll just I like did, say that right now, Grandpa. Don't get mad that the fact that he yeah. said it was not uh, an no, important sport. I didn't mean unimportant. I meant unimportant. Like, there's not a lot to talk about, really. Well, I mean, it's just like people go out and play. Yeah. There are a couple sports. Actually, not a couple. Like the majority of sports are just like. The NBA and NFL and MLB are, like, designed in ways, especially the NBA and the NFL, are, like, very ingeniously designed as leagues in the way that they are – you can debate, like, everything, and there's always something to talk about and, like, who's better, what's better. Yeah, It's, like, actually, like, I don't know if they thought about it when they created it, but, like, the, cult- the debate culture and, like, the, the sports hot takes culture of the MLB, NBA, and NFL – and I would say especially the NBA over everything um, yeah. is like one of the driving things. And I guess people don't talk about that. That's not what this podcast is about, though. We could talk about that a little later. Uh, the first one we want to talk about is the winners and losers of the NBA draft, which was last Thursday, or I guess this past Thursday, about four days ago, if I get my math right. Uh, we had some surprises, some non-surprises, uh, of course, some trades, some weird picks some very obvious picks it's a normal draft every some some weird stuff happens and some some normal stuff happens um so who if, if you had to pick one team that you would like want to be where you started before the draft and then you finish after the draft you want to feel you feel like you were like the biggest difference in mood like i'm way happier now after the draft who would you pick i feel like this is gonna be the basic and obvious answer but i feel like it has to be detroit I've like seen on social media and like not even from other people, but my opinion also is that Detroit had a very good draft. But uh, aside from my opinion, like I've seen on social media, Twitter and everywhere, like so many Detroit fans are like, this is literally the most excited I've been about basketball in like 20 years or something like. Well, since what, like oh four when they won? Yeah, uh... exactly. Like they had that five year stretch where they made the Eastern Conference finals every year. And I think oh seven was the last year they did that, I think. So, yeah, they've had, like, nothing since then. And they got Cade last year, and now they got Ivy and Duran. They traded for Duran. So, they're in, like, three years, Detroit is going to be really good if they keep all those pieces together. So, I, personally, I would say Detroit. Uh, I mean, I would agree. I think, like, there are a couple teams, uh, the Thunder come into mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah. But I think the Thunder are a little more, like, it really depends because they have a couple guys who you feel like, 
uh, or at least really one guy in Usman Jang. Like if he's like if he's really really good, then they won the draft. And if he's bad, then they look like fools for trading for number eleven. And I don't feel like they gave up that much though. None of those picks. I mean, those picks may end up turning into like three Jordan Pools in the late first round. Yeah. Or Nikola Jokic's or whatever. <laughs> I, I know he's a second round pick, but like. In terms of the pick value, they gave up three picks that have, like, no chance of being in the lottery. It was, like, Milwaukee, which is not going to be in the lottery unless Giannis, like, tears his knee, and a couple of lottery-protected picks. So they're, like, pretty safe with those picks, which I liked. And with all, they have, like, a million more picks, and they still went up and got a player that they clearly liked. I think Jalen Williams at 12 might have been a little bit high. They got both Jalen Williams. Yeah, so that I like that, though. Yeah. So I like the Thunder's draft and Chet it too. I mean, I think he was he was number two player on my board. I think Paolo is the best player in the class. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Chet, like, besides his weight, he has basically no flaws as a prospect. So, like, bro puts on 20, 25 pounds, like 30 pounds, which is a lot, but, like, He's he's like nineteen. Like he's got a couple years to develop. In my age, the, yeah, I'm he's... I'm nineteen years old. For everyone listening, I'm two years yeah, older he's, than he is. He so. is not. Um, like I I feel I feel pretty I feel pretty confident as long as he's able to stay healthy and he's been healthy throughout his career. Um, another team I really like was the Pelicans. Like they didn't do that much, but what they did do was do exactly what they showed at both yeah. the picks that they ended up taking. I think they only took two picks. Dyson Daniels was like my perfect fit for them. And I thought they were going to have to maybe move up. Like I didn't think he was going to fall that far. I thought Indiana or probably Portland was going to end up taking him. And he fell right to them, which, uh, you know, if I'm the Pelicans, I'm sitting at eight and I think I got a player that's probably better than eight in the class. He's young. He's, I mean, they needed a point guard. Like I love Grant Theft Alvarado, but he is, um, I don't think he profiles as a starting point guard. Like, he's, like, the most perfect backup, like, pesky, you know, like like a pest of a point guard. That's kind of what you want. Like, coming off the bench, he can run your offense a little bit. He'll get some steals. He'll hit some shots. But it's not like he's, like, not going to be able to play, like, crazy minutes for a team that wins a title, I don't think. And I think Dyson Daniels can. He has a really high ceiling and a really high floor, in my opinion, as a prospect. So, I know he didn't play college, but, like, as defensively and playmaking-wise, like, He's got that build, and his shot was much better at the end of the season, according to a bunch of reports and some film that I watched. Yeah. Um, and then EJ Liddell, who was supposed to go in the 20s, fell all the way to them at 41, 40, I think. Right? I think it was 41. Which is where Jokic went, I'm pretty sure, man. Steel? I don't during know. The, during the, was it during a Taco Bell commercial? Because <laughs> if so, then he's an instant star. But. Um, yeah, uh, I really like EJ Liddell. I think he's like undersized maybe, but... He's strong, not like the most athletic, but he can defend and he can shoot. And like, he's just one of the more NBA ready players in the draft. And like, I just like, like talk about like a player who maybe like his game isn't like Herb Jones, but his impact is going to be like Herb Jones. I think the Pelicans have maybe like the most strong roster in the West. Like I know the Warriors are like a better team, but in talk terms of roster construction, like the Pelicans have like the most guys, like them and like, like the depth. Grizzlies. Yeah. The okay. Suns are going to lose depth pieces, but like the Grizzlies yeah. and the Pelicans in terms of like depth guys, talk about you got Dyson, Alvarado, CJ, BI, Zion if he's healthy. And the Zion Did you see, have healthy. you seen Zion's yeah. like Instagram? Like that yeah, dude yeah. is in shape. Like he's getting a little ready. bit of there's probably like some oiling of the arms that they did. Uh, in, yeah, in probably. Shoot. He looks Valanciunas. Yeah. Valanciunas. Uh, Herb Jones, who might not even start. He probably will, but, I mean, we're talking. Um, you have Liddell. You have uh, Trey Murphy. Um, Jackson Hayes. Like, they got, like, 10 really solid playable players. And most of them are young. Yeah. And then, they. I mean, I feel like if I'm the Pelicans, I killed the Anthony Davis trade. Like, it's not just like I don't even think I don't know I can't I think they got Alexander Walker with one of the picks they traded and like that didn't pan out he's gone now, but like the fact that it let them tank and then what like David Griffin the I think former Cavs GM he's done everything right for them I know Zion like is the big question mark but if Zion's healthy they're a damn near a title contender in my opinion, um, like they haven't pro- proven it in the playoffs yet but they have enough talent depth. And like Zion, the ability to take over a game, and and Ingram too. Like I like him a lot. Yeah. 
So I think they killed the draft. Um, I there were some other teams that I thought like did pretty, like I thought the Magic were like fine. I I mean I don't I I liked what they I think they took the right player. No, I think they took my they took my best player. I don't know if he's the best fit. I think Chet might be, have been a better fit in Orlando, but you're drafting for the player you think is the most likely to go and win MVPs, right? Like that's your favorite prospect in the class. That was me for Paolo. He's his measurement at the combine was six ten and a half without shoes. Um, and he can handle like a guard, and he's also like two fifty, right? Yeah, like, he has the he was the most NBA ready, like straight out of the gate, out of the top. Well, three I think I think people are like I know like ceiling wise, people might say like he has a slightly lower ceiling, but if you like look, so in I, w- I was listening to a podcast, Thinking Basketball podcast. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard that. It's, it's a very very good basketball podcast in my opinion, one of the best. Um. And they were talking about how in high school, Paolo is like, was like a pick and roll ball handler. Like he's running the point and like every play down the court, they're just setting a pick for him and like letting him run the offense. Right. And then he goes to Duke and they got five guys who could have been first round picks. And now he's, he's, they got Jeremy Roach too, who's running the point. So he's like playing off the ball or like getting it as like the screener and like he was he gained 20 pounds heading into college so like he over bulked a little bit I think I think he can get a little leaner and still be really good he's got every tool offensively like really really every tool offensively besides like a like crazy vertical or anything like I don't think he's like the most athletic of the guys but he's like his movement is really nice like the way he moves um and his jumper looks really good, and in the tournament he was hitting it, and like it was not a super efficient during the season, but like if he's given the keys, which in Orlando he will probably be given the keys, like he's got they got a, they got a nice amount of talent there. If they ruin Paolo's career, like I'm not gonna be surprised, but <laughs> like I think in the right situation, if they develop him right, he's gonna be a superstar. I think he's he's that good. I think a lot of people like are lower on Paolo for some reason. And I don't know why. He's got every offensive tool that you could ask for. And he's 6'10", 250. And he has, like, no injury concerns besides the, you know, um, the cramping thing, which is, like, yeah. not a thing anymore. So, apparently. I haven't heard anything about it. So, I like what the Magic did. What do you what do you think about the Knicks? Because I, I feel was... like this is the inevitable question. <laughs> I was going to bring it up if you didn't. Uh, well, when you first said Usman Jang, then that made me think of the michael rapaport video that he posted he did the other one um because he did tingus pingus when they drafted um chris taps and then this year he called uzman jang uzman guzman so um although they didn't draft it they he didn't know that they were drafting for another team but the knicks are just i don't understand like they're so funny i love like every just like watching Stephen a smith be miserable is literally so hilarious it, it it brings me so much joy. Uh, I mean, so so we have to give a, a people if people don't know exactly what happened. So the Knicks had pick eleven heading into the draft. Uh, <laughs> sitting there was their fran- possible franchise center Jalen Duran, yep. or maybe a really really high potential and pretty low floor guy in Usman Jang, like a six ten point forward. And they took Jang and traded like the pick to Oklahoma City for like I said three future first that are like not going to be in the lottery unless like protection stuff kicks in and they roll over and the team's really bad or something like three picks that are not super high value I think the only one was like a wizard's pick and if the wizard's pick is in the lottery like I don't know the wizards are always mid so like it's probably not gonna be higher than yeah, 10 it's gonna not be like gonna be lower than like 17 or something yeah yeah so uh I feel like that was not the move. Um, but if you're building for the future, like I'm okay with that. My issue with the Knicks was then they went, and so, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> so go the ahead. Knicks. So then, so the Hornets took Duran at 13. Duran's one of my favorite players in the class. I really, really love his game. He's also the youngest player in the class and like an absolute monster. He's 18 right now. Yeah, he's like the Kaminga younger than in a me. Way. Younger than me. You'll you'll feel this in like two years. Like when players your age start to get drafted, it's like what the heck is going on but anyways what am i doing with my life yeah exactly. i could be i could be that was me this year i'm like bro how's chet my age and he's like seven one like that's so unfair but can't do anything so the hornets had pick 13 they took durin and everyone's like all right they took durin they expected him to take durin if he was there supposed to go in the top 10 and he fell um inexplicably i think there were multiple teams that should have taken durin but regardless 
He falls to the Hornets. It's like the perfect fit. They need center. Like the entire year, they've had like the worst defense in the league because they don't have a center. They got Montrezl Harrell, and he was like, like a, like he helped a little bit. It was like flex seal, but like it's not actually gonna work. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like he's not. He's not actually gonna. Yeah. Like the flood will eventually come through. He's like a dam, but it's not like fully functional. Okay. Yeah. Duran is like perfect. The aggression, the defensive stuff, the offensive, like, perfect for LaMelo. Like, he's literally the perfect guy for them. They take him, right? Everyone's happy, like, except for if you, like, wanted Duran to fall. And then they're like, no, we're actually going to trade him to the Knicks. You're going to trade, like, the dude we actually want to the Knicks. And so they traded him there for, I think it was, like, it was, like, one of the first rounders they got. It was, like, the Milwaukee first rounder and four seconds. And I'm like, okay, first thing, that Milwaukee first rounder is not going to be good. Giannis isn't leaving. Like, that pick's going to be like 25, okay? So you're trading a future, 20, the 2025, 25th pick in the draft, okay? In four seconds. And you, that's what you're getting for a guy who should be your franchise center, in my opinion. Okay, so that, right? There's that aspect. So the Hornets are stupid. And the Knicks are sitting there like, we got Durin. But actually the trade was, we're going to flip Durin to the Pistons. <laughs> and the Pistons get... Durin for, I think it was, um, like, multiple future picks, none of which were very good either. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, I have to look up the exact um, trade. So, so the Hornets ended up getting a... So, sorry, it was Denver. It was a Denver 2023 first that's lottery protected. So, like, it can't be in the lottery. And it's not going to be because they have Jokic and Porter Jr. and Murray. Like, it's not, okay? So that yeah. pick's going to be outside 20, probably. And four seconds in the next two drafts. The Knicks got Duran. Then the Knicks traded Duran to the Pistons, along with Kemba Walker, which is $9 million, $9.2 million in... So the Kemba Walker thing was... If you guys don't know, he signed or was traded to the Knicks. He he was on the Knicks this year, and then they like stopped playing him because he was bad. Okay, like he wasn't good. He wasn't scoring. He wasn't like he was wasn't doing anything good. And he can't defend because he he's like six. He was foot, just right? running. He was just yeah. running. He's doing cardio. He's doing the Tony yeah. Snell workout. Exactly. Okay. And so they were like, "We're not gonna play you. You're not good." And he's like, "All right, here's the agreement. Don't play me at all the rest of the year. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna work out and prepare for next season." It's like fine. They traded him. So the agreement was they're going to trade him this offseason. To clear cap space, they traded him and Duran for a 2023 lottery-protected pick from Detroit. So this is cannot be in the lottery. So if it's in the lottery next year, it rolls over and it's unprotected the next year, I believe. So it'll be a 2024 unprotected first. That's like the protection backup, right? So the unprotected Detroit first the next year, if the Pistons really suck in two years, then this trade could look good and this could be like a top-five pick, right? You also get a Portland 2025 lottery protected first. So that can't be in the lottery. And if it is, it'll roll over to a 2026 first from Portland. So if stuff goes wrong in Portland, then that could also happen. Okay. So like this could end up being like multiple good picks, but they're not going to happen for at least two years if they're good picks. And if they're not good picks, they're going to be, well, not good picks, right? They're not going to be. And so again, Duran was a great fit in New York as well. I liked him in New York. It was New York or Charlotte. Like, that's the two places I want him to go, and they both traded him. <laughs> and he ends up in Detroit, and I'm like, if I'm Detroit, I mean, I don't know if Kemba is going to be anything, but New York's essentially dumping salary with this trade. And, like, I don't think you trade, like, the 13th pick in, like, a draft class where I felt like there were probably, like, 15 or 16 guys that I really liked. Like, I felt like there were, like, 15 or 16, like, top 12 guys in this draft. Duran was a top 10 prospect for me, maybe even, like, a top 8 prospect. I really liked Duran. And they're trading him as, like, a salary dump. Like, you can't salary dump with, like, your future. Like, I know the Knicks annoy me. The Hornets annoy me. The Hornets came back and drafted a different center, who I like, in Mark Williams, out of Duke. Ridiculous wingspan. Like, seven, six wingspan or something. It's, like, crazy. And he's, like, seven foot, right? Great rim protector. Not super switchable, but he's like a lob threat. He makes sense with LaMelo, too. I just think Duran's like 6'9", 240 with like 7'2", wingspan or something. And he's also like jacked. Yeah. Like Williams is like thin, even though he's 240. Like he, he plays a little small, in my opinion, at times on the offensive end. 
Duran plays massive. Like, he is a big guy. And he's 18, and Mark Williams is like 20 and a half. So I'm just like, I see Duran as just like the better prospect in pretty much every sense besides maybe jump shooting. Um, And like, yeah, I just love Duran, and I, I, I really hate it. So if I'm the Knicks... So and then so the then the the Knicks justification that people are saying is all right we want to create cap space right for someone in free agency so that's Jalen Brunson was the name that was brought up since they just signed they just hired Jalen Brunson's hired his dad. dad right yeah, yeah. like Jalen Brunson's a good player but you're like this feels like a Julius Randle thing right like they're gonna go out and sign a guy who's like everyone's gonna say it's like a bad contract right he's gonna be twenty five million a year for Jalen Brunson. Great player, in my opinion. He's going to go there. They're going to be okay. Everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, they, they finessed the league. How did you let him go there? And the next year, they're going to be bad again, right? Like, it's just not like, like the Knicks have not gotten a good free agent, like a really high-profile free agent. Remember, it was Zion to the Knicks. It was, it was Yeah, they were going to get Zion, Durant, Kyrie, and KD all and in the KD. same summer, and they got none of them. I mean, even back to, like, the late 2000s, they were going to get Steph, and he went a pick before them. Like, we're talking about, like, every chance the Knicks have had besides trading for Carmelo, which never even, like, did much. They, like, made, what, one Eastern Conference final? Did they even make the Eastern Conference? I think they made they one Eastern They won one playoff series. Yeah, it was like, like, the Knicks are poverty, man. It's sad. It, But it's not, because it's awesome. <laughs> because <there's, laughs> it's just great. Like, some teams, dude, New York sports, like, I just, like, I'm just like, please don't succeed. Like, I don't want to be that guy. It's but like, so like, funny. Like, just. It's awesome to watch. Like, like if you're a Knicks fan, I'm sorry, but I feel like the, there was a, an arrogance to New York sports fans. Them and that Boston. I, except for Bengal. Besides Bengal, <laughs> there is an arrogance to New York sports fans that I'm like, 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 I don't like you. Like, I don't know why, but, like, the Stephen A. Smith stuff and, like, the fact that it's always, like, the Knicks are, like, like, why do the Knicks get hype? They've literally been, like, a well, they... seven seed or lower besides, like, last year when they got beaten in five in the first round. Like, they're just not ever good. They're just mid every year. They're just, well, they, like, either mid they or bad. rioted after the season opener when they beat Boston in, like, overtime. <laughs> like, that was when, like, the bing bong, that was when all that happened. That was after the first game of the year. They, yeah, they it's went, like, uh, ballistic. Like Knicks fans going crazy is kind of wild because they're just not like this. Just they're not going to be good next year. Like, like are they beating? Like, I'm just going to go through a list of Eastern Conference teams. You're going to tell me do they yeah. have any shot? Even with give them whatever player you I'm want. Just to start shaking my head. Give them Brunson. Give them Kyrie. I don't give them both of them. Give them Brunson and Kyrie. They don't even have the money for that. But like, even if they did, right? Are they beating Boston? No. Are they beating Brooklyn? No. If they have Durant, of course. Yeah, that was, yeah. If they don't. Are they beating Milwaukee? Are they no. beating Miami? Are no. they beating Philly? Are no. they beating Atlanta? Are they no. beating Charlotte? Are they beating... No. I'm missing someone. The Philly? the Raptors. No, oh, I said Philly. Or, or, the no, Raptors. Philly. Yeah, Raptors. No. The Cavs. No. So that's nine teams. So they're they're a 10 seed in my... They're the 10th best team in the East at best. I think the Pistons... They're not going to beat the Pistons. The Pistons are a better team. <laughs> Bottom line... I'd because rather have the Pistons have cap space too. The Pistons could get even better. If They're they gonna get bridges. Something. They're gonna try to get Miles yeah. Bridges. That's the rumor. So, I mean, I really like what the Pistons did, and I think like the Knicks. Look, if Duran's bad, like they look really good, and those picks are good, and like, but just as a trade, like if you're trading away that, you gotta be able to get more than like a salary dump and a couple of lottery protected first round picks. Yeah, you need like a pick that's either like projected to be like a, a very clear lottery pick, like an unprotected first or something. Or you got to get more. Even if it's like a couple extra seconds or something. Like, you need more value. I just feel like both the trades they did, they just didn't get the value that they... Like, if I'm the... Like, maybe they really just didn't like those players that, like, Jang and um, and Durin and, like, okay. No, you're wrong. <laughs> but even if they did... they Even if they're right, like, I think just as the pick value goes, they, they had a lot of... They ended up turning it. It was like... The 11th pick and four seconds, and they ended with three first or something like that. And I'm like, and none of those firsts are good. And I'm like, okay, like, you're just giving up a valuable pick for three picks that aren't, and like a four second round picks. I guess more swings. The Knicks don't need another role player, bro. They just don't have anyone, like, super good. <laughs> like, RJ Barrett is not your future, dude. He shoots his, he has, like, the worst true shooting percentage among, like, 15 plus yeah. point per game scores in the league. He averaged 20 this past year. I so know. He shot 41-34 yeah. splits, and he's not a good free throw yeah. shooter. 
He's literally inefficient at every single level of the court. Yeah. I don't dislike RJ Barrett, but like they had the only good lineup they had. They had one of the best lineups in the league in terms of like 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 differential per possession. It was like a top three lineup. It was like Derrick Rose, quickly, Taj Gibson, Obi Toppin, and Nerlens Noel. I think that was the lineup. And they were like insane with that lineup on the floor. But with their starters, they suck. I <laughs> got like a nice little Alec Burks, uh, Julius Randle. Um, who else? Who, I don't even know who starts. For. Mitchell Robinson. Is yeah, I forgot right? Mitchell yeah. Robinson. I thought he comes up, maybe comes up the bench and then it was Robinson. Anyway, we don't even, I don't want to give more airtime to the Knicks. We're actually like giving into this like peer pressure. The Knicks yeah. don't deserve more airtime. No. Um, I will say, I guess we have to talk about the Warriors, right? Um, and what they did. So like, I hated Patrick Baldwin Jr. as a prospect, just like film wise and no, his film wasn't bad. But, like statistically, he was like atrocious. Now I know he was playing through injury, which obviously makes it worse maybe because like injury concerns. But if I'm the Warriors, like I'm not looking for like Herb Jones at 28. I'm looking for like Jonathan Kaminga at 28. Like I'm trying to find another guy who could potentially be like a star for me. Yeah. And I think he has that potential, right? Like if, and if he doesn't pan out, well, okay, we've got like an entire rookie class coming in. Like that's not rookies. Like Wiseman is going to basically be another, like just a more experienced rookie. Kaminga is basically just going to be like a more experienced rookie and Moody as well. None of those guys are over like 20, 20 and a half, 21. So, I mean, like I, and then uh, Ryan Rollins, I didn't scout him that much. I heard good things. Uh, And then Guy Santos, I assume, I I assume, I assume is going to be a G League uh, guy. Which Probably. I'm totally fine with. I hope it's not like Alan Smiley each or whatever. He was terrible. I don't know why we ever picked don't him. Don't disrespect Smiley. Come on. Dude, the worst part about Smiley was he was already part of our G League system. Yeah. Have you heard this? He was like on our G League team and we drafted him. Like just sign him from the G League. Yeah. <laughs> why do we have to why do we have to draft him? Maybe I'm stupid, but that seems really dumb. <laughs> like anyways. Like, I don't know. Maybe Guy Santos turns into, like, Giannis in a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Brazilian, the Brazilian. five or whatever it was. I don't even know. Yeah, like, no. But, I'm like, I just think Patrick Baldwin is, like, the right type of player. Like, I don't think we need it. Like, EJ Liddell is a better pick there. Yeah. But, but with our development either. system, we don't yeah. need EJ Liddell. Like, I don't think... I, the only reason I want to draft EJ Liddell is to keep him away from the Pelicans. <laughs> and the Pelicans ended up getting him. Or like yeah. the Clippers or someone. Um, and, and I want to say something about the franchise moving forward because we're moving into the offseason, right? We have the Nets, most shambled franchise at the moment in My the God. NBA. They are in absolute turmoil. Yeah. No draft so, picks. No draft picks tonight. Thing. Not a another single pick. Thing. They did not take a pick. Okay. Yeah. I believe we have the Suns, who have, they're like, GM has said, quote, we don't care about the draft. Like, so that's that must be why you drafted Jalen Smith number 10 and then didn't pick up his team option and let him walk as the 10th overall pick after two years. Or traded him. Like, the Suns, I feel like people, like, I don't know, or like they have a great coach, but their owner's really cheap. They're not going to sign Aiden. Like, I'm really, really no. confident Aiden is leaving. No shot. And I know we have the, the Mikel Bridges just got an extension, but now we're talking, people are talking about the sign and trade. Like they're going to sign and trade Aiden, Bridges, and I can't remember if you can sign and trade multiple people, and like four picks for Durant. And like, okay, I mean, I guess it's Durant, but like in two years, that trade's going to look bad. I mean, unless you win two titles, it's going to look bad because now you're going to have no picks and going to, like, Chris Paul is going to retire in a couple years. Chris Paul's still a great player. Like, Booker is great, but like Booker alone is not a playoff like team leader by himself. He's not top... He's, like, borderline top He didn't top make 10. the playoffs until Chris Paul joined the team. So, I mean, I think, that, like, like a couple of organizations in, going in this year, last year, so I went on your podcast, or not your podcast, Chris's podcast with Brandon. So yeah, they, yeah, they used to do a sports podcast, and I went on that podcast, and they asked me, "All right, playoff picks," and I said Nets and Suns in the finals. I think I had the Suns over the Nets or something like that. Uh, and or maybe the Nets over the Suns. I don't know what it was, but it ended up being Bucks Suns, 
Like, those two teams looked... Like, Nets and Suns looked really good last year. And even coming into this playoffs, like, there was a lot of optimism. I, I felt pretty good about the Suns. I wasn't sure how the Warriors were going to outlast them in seven. Thankfully, the Mavericks took care of it. But stuff, like, it just... The, the switch just flips come playoff time. Like, if you don't play come playoff time... Like, people are talking about, like, the Celtics trading for Durant. Like, they just made the finals in their, like, oldest, like, starter besides, well, I guess Horford. But, like, like <laughs> the entire core of their team is young. Yeah. Like, what? Well, no. They'll, they'll definitely be back. Just draft and run it back. <laughs> You've got, like, five more years of Tatum, minimum. You got five more years of Brown, like, Williams, like both Williamses. I just, like, I really, yeah. I don't get those discussions. Um, the Clippers are getting talked about a lot right now because people are saying Kawhi and PG back with Norman Powell and Covington, who they just added, and just like a really deep team. Like everyone's like, that's like my sleeper pick to win the finals. What do you feel about those discussions? Because I mean, I've heard, I've heard like a lot of people be like, the Los Angeles Clippers are like going to win the finals this year. Just you watch. You heard it here first. Yeah, uh, I'm not like calling them a sleeper or anything. I don't think they're a sleeper because they're going to be fully healthy. And assuming, knock on wood, no one gets hurt, they're a very good team. And they're well-coached in Tyron Liu. So on me and Chris's last episode of our podcast, we talked about, like, potential, like, way-too-early predictions for, like, the NBA Finals next year. And we had the Clippers, like, I think we had them second or third. It was either second or third. We put the Warriors first because it was like, all right, reigning champs, you get to be first. Plus the Warriors are good also. But um, <laughs> I, I think we, I'm pretty sure we had the Clippers second. And then I think it was Boston third, but it might've been flip-flopped. So I'm on the Clippers train and they're not like a dark horse by any means. That's just stupid. But um, they're going to be so, they're like the way me and Chris talked about it, they're, they're basically a more experienced Boston like their two best players are like wing great two-way wings and then with a bunch of great depth around them and they're so a very good defense that is that team. is one of the most in- exquisite takes i have heard in a while they they to me uh, as well look exactly like boston i'm not i don't see a true like point guard there yeah like like that's I mean, going like, to run the show point guard than marcus smart yeah. like i but guess like, they what, have reggie like, jackson yeah, like but... reggie reggie just score first guy yeah. like yeah um, and they have their great two-way players if Kawhi is back. And it's just, like, better. Like, like Kawhi's better than Tatum, and PG's better and than Jalen Brown. Is better, yeah. Yeah. But we, the, I mean, me PG might be better than Tatum. That, people have said yeah. that, and I'm, like, me not... Chris also said it's kind of funny, because, like, people actually compare, like, Tatum and Paul George more. Like, have you seen that thing? It's, like, yeah. their highs are, like, MVP level, and their lows are, like, get this dude off the floor immediately. Yeah. Yeah, and then Kawhi is like much more quiet. Same with like Jalen Brown. So like it's kind of weird because they're like opposites. But yeah, Kawhi is obviously the Tatum comparison. Yeah, and so. Kawhi's better at everything. At literally exactly. everything. Literally like, every everything except maybe like three point shooting. But even that. No, is, no, Kawhi. I would no. take Kawhi. I think Tatum is yeah. better like step back or sidestep. But like that's literally yeah. it. Like I just think Kawhi's better at <laughs> every one like sidestep yeah. move that works every time. It's like LeBron like when he like moves back. Oh my god. The the le- so FU three, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love to see it. Um gotta get wrapped up in a minute, but I will say, uh I agree. I think the Warriors have to be number one. And like there's no if they if they're able to re sign their role players, meaning Porter Peyton Looney. If those three guys come back and like Bielitsa, like hate to do it, but like probably, and then like we're getting Wiseman. If he can give him fifteen good minutes, and like Kaminga's gonna get better, Moody's gonna get better. Um, and then we have Baldwin. I mean, yeah, like probably won't play that much, but I I didn't say this also, but I agree with your take. Like Baldwin was the right pick for us, just because we kind of had the ability with that pick to just be like, all right, screw it. Let's just take a gamble. And if it works, then this is going to be an incredible pick. If it doesn't, we already have a really young core. That's going to be good. So. Yeah. I mean, so like, I I also feel for the warriors, like I'm not really banking on us going like 65 and 17 next year. Like, I think it's probably going to be like another like weird regular season. And they're going to be some nick ups with injuries and stuff. Um, like, 
Curry, a little ankle, or Draymond, like a back thing. But if we're healthy come playoff time, we should be the title favorites. I don't see why, like, we have we have Steph, and we have, like, the be- the most experience as well as, like, maybe the best young core. Besides, like, Boston. But yeah, but Boston's, like, they're all, like, they're starters. Like, the, like we're have really we're really deep, elite depth deeper. we have the best scheme yeah. best the best offensive and maybe like a very very effective defensive scheme but like the best offensive scheme the most experience and like one the couple dudes who can just take over games like that's i just yeah. the way our roster is constructed is like it didn't look amazing like a year ago but now i like am like in awe of now it's like wow like we're gonna be good for a long time if and we keep what a together. i will say like bob myers not trading kaminga or moody for like oh, miles yeah. turner was like Great. one of the greatest decisions of uh yeah like i don't even know if miles turner would have helped that team like that much like learning our scheme halfway through the year probably is not like fun for someone Oh, um, absolutely. Like I would take Looney over Miles Turner in that playoff run. Just like yeah. He he everything he provides and like the experience and and you know every little thing that he does is um if we can't resign the role players I would feel more iffy about it. Uh I, I will say that if I was ranking the teams for next year, I would put Milwaukee number 2. I don't think there's any way that yeah. Giannis is Giannis is the best player in the world. I don't I like I will not take another argument. Giannis is the best player in the world, all right? He averages 30, 11, and 6 and is the best defender in the world. Like, he's the best player. Let's not, like, get it twisted here, okay? Like, this is not like a like question. he's, like, 26 or something. Yeah. He's young. So, Giannis is the best player in the world. And they were missing their second-best player and probably would have made it to the finals without him. Oh, absolutely. I, I, oh, with it. I've with said him, that, I, I said this with... with I said this with people because that ser- that series against Boston was happening while I was still at college in Massachusetts with a bunch of Boston fans who are so obnoxious, by the way. But that's besides the point. W take. Um, yeah. I do have a, a Patriots shirt yeah. on right now, but that's sorry, football. Sorry, sorry. I, I shouldn't no, have said no, that. No, no, no. The Celtics. The but, Celtics. I totally get their fans are. Yeah, older. but I I said to like my UMass friends, I was like, whoever wins this series is gonna go to the finals in the East, like. This is basically the Eastern Conference Finals, so and, and that's Milwaukee what it was last year too. Beat them. Yeah, Milwaukee almost beat them without Middleton. So, yeah, if they had Middleton, that series is probably done in like six. So yeah. I think I think the teams. Bucks were a superior team, and like Giannis almost carried oh, yeah. them. So I think like there's like yeah. So the Bucks are would be my number two for obvious reasons. Um, I'm not mad with the Clippers number three as like a borderline playoff team getting a healthy top 15 player and a healthy top like six player. <laughs> um, <laughs> like that feels a little like the Warriors, which I'm a little worried about, like like getting guys back from injury and all of a sudden. Um, I think Boston has to be third. I think, I think Boston's third. Like yeah. you just saw them make a finals run and they're probably like, gonna get better and like with like the worst start to a season that a finals team has ever had it's like the kenny beecham challenge where he he went 0 and 41 and then tried to win a title like that was the Celtics yeah. were awful and then all of a sudden we're like the best team in the league so like you know i think they're up there and tatum will not this is not gonna kill tatum's career i don't think like no people are talking about it like like he's still probably like a top 12 nba player i think he's like almost undoubtedly a top 12 player if I gave him my top ten, it would be like there's there's like seven top like four guys in the league, which sucks, but actually eight. Uh, we've got Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Curry, Durant. This is no order, by the way. LeBron, Luca, and Kawhi. That's eight guys. So those eight, and then probably like Jaw. Or, I mean, like, there's, like, Ja, Dame, Booker, DeRozan, Tatum. Like, that's a tier for me. Like, all those mm-hmm. guys in that. So, I don't think Tatum's done in any way. He's literally 24. Like, let's like people no. are a little going crazy over that. Jalen Brown does need to know how to, like, dribble a basketball in, like, in like you know, like... <laughs> and Tatum knows, needs to know how to pass a basketball. But, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, that's... The Clippers' uh, wings are also, like, much, much, much better passers than 
the Boston Wings. That's why I'm more afraid. Now, the yeah. thing that they don't have is Robert Williams. Yeah. Um, who was the best player on that team in that series? I don't think there's like like I genuinely believe he was their best player. Um He would I think he should have won finals MVP if they won the series. Unless one of the other guys put up like forty, which they probably would have have had to, but I literally thought Robert Williams was amazing, and so like that type of rim presence was not there with the click. I'm not like Zubats does not put the fear of God in me when I go to the basket. <laughs> uh, so I, I, that's why I'm like Boston three, Clippers four, and then yeah. probably I had I had Nuggets five. I I don't hate that. I'm fine with that. But... Or the Mavericks. Or the yeah. Mavericks would be a little high. I think the Nuggets won fifty games this last year with like basically only Jokic on their roster. It was the people that Will was so, playing with plus Jokic. Yeah, exactly. It was Yo- so, It was like, it was a Will add, season from Jokic. Yeah, you add Murray and MPJ to that team. That team is going to be so good. I mean, obviously they might not be the same players. Like Murray's coming off an ACL, so I'm not going to expect him to be like Bubble Murray again. That dude was a beast. And MPJ Give him like 20 has and his like six. back like, issues. Yeah, exactly. I don't expect MPJ to, to be MPJ to be that good. I'm gonna be honest with you. He was on my fantasy team. I like drafted yeah. him really high. I was like, this guy's gonna you know like go from 19 to like 27 points and be like this crazy score. And he was just like bad when he was playing. Now the yeah. backs. But if he can like if he can like, gonna be linger, a shot maker so. like when they need him to. Well, he's just like like, just like like Aaron Gordon cannot make shots. The Warriors beat them in that oh, series no. by saying shoot threes, Aaron Gordon, and Aaron Gordon did, and Aaron Gordon did <laughs> exactly. not make the threes. Yeah. So, I really uh, thought that what the the Nuggets have. Yeah, I would say Nuggets five. I'm fine. I'm 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 very fine with that. And they've got the the best offensive player in the world, probably. Yeah. In Jokic, he is just like ridiculous. Um. I don't even think, like, uh, I guess the Mavs are there. Like, people are writing off the Suns. Like, they're going to be a playoff team next year. I think they're going to be, they're going to digress. Like, they're not going to win whatever, they like, 63 games again or whatever. So they're going to win less 66. than that. 60, I think I they're a 50-plus win team next but, year. Yeah, they're like, going to win I think they're going to be fine, and it's going to be the same thing. Like, why did you doubt them after getting knocked out in the playoffs, and then they're going to f- flounder in the playoffs again? Like, I just can't see them beating some of these teams in uh in playoff series but they probably are still going to be like a top four seed the grizzlies are probably going to get better still somehow um the timberwolves are not a top 10 contender but still like ant basically puts them there i just can't if a team has delo as their like third best player like i just cannot know no but they'll make the play obviously yeah no i think they can be again if they win that was so funny yeah, I like it though. Like, if I live in Minnesota, I don't have that much to cheer about. Kind of all my sports teams suck. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah fair so, enough. Fair or enough. like, they're just like never like insanely good. Like, I also don't think Cat's a number two on a championship team unless you have like a super elite one. And I don't think Ant's next season is going to be like MVP. No. I still think Ant can be like a top 15 player by the end of next season. That guy is crazy talented. Like, I have a final question for you. Ant or LaMelo? Because this is like a very, very highly debated question. Some people think you're stupid for picking one, and some people think you're stupid for picking the other. So I actually like... Um, a lot of people like very one-sided on this. So I have... That's hard, because like they have different play styles. Like, Ant is like such a score first, and LaMelo is much more of like... I mean, he's a point guard, obviously, so he's like much more of a playmaker. I would maybe like... Just because he's, I guess, more of a quote-unquote complete player, I would go with Lamelo because he's gonna he can give me like twenty, but also give me like ten assists and five rebounds, and like he's a not an amazing defender, but he's not like horrible by any means. So, so but I think I, this question, I, I can the, also the, totally see people taking Ant. Like that's, the question that's is nuanced, and that's why. So like. When I just say LaMelo or Ant, I want to see how you would interpret it. Because, like, yeah. right now, I think Anthony Edwards is the better basketball player. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. right now, yeah. I think yeah. he's better. Um, and, like, if I wanted a guy on my team right now, it would be Ant. Uh, LaMelo's upside as, like, a six seven like, triple-double machine who can actually shoot is... 
Like, I don't think he got that much better from year one to year two offensively. Defensively, he improved. But, like, yeah. I didn't see, like, a crazy jump. Yes, he made an all-star team at 20 or in his second season, which is, like, not a very likely thing to happen. So I was, like, pretty impressed with that. I think Ant was had a better year, though. Like, I think if Ant was in the East, he would have made the all-star team over LaMelo. Or at least I would have oh, yeah. in the East. But the West yeah. just had more. My thing with... Uh, Lamelo versus Ant is like I think Ant has this like killer instinct at the end of games and like and I think he'll have it in a like a playoff series when like he actually has a chance to win the playoff series, which is like like this is my series now and I think he go out go can go out and put like forty on you in a game seven, like do and, like, like crush it in game yeah. four, yeah, and like really crush a team, like the yeah. way that he uh, like I don't know dude just the way he plays. Just put, like, like I get that feeling. And, like, with LaMelo, it's, like, I'm out here to have, like, the most fun, which the NBA absolutely needs it. But, like, if he if he doesn't, like, have the, like, the, the Jordan gear, if you know what I mean, not to that extent, but, like, the Kobe, like, the, like, the, I literally will stop yeah. at nothing to win that, like, Edwards has when he wants it. Um, Like, I don't know. Going up against LaMelo doesn't make me afraid. But, like, Ant, like... He, what he did to the Warriors in like a regular season game this season was like crazy. And he dropped fifty. Yeah, like I think he dropped fifty. He was just like, oh, I, I, okay, I want to score now, and he just like got his buckets. So I was like yeah. really astounded, and I feel like that is something that is not in Lomelo's DNA right now. Maybe like Lavar's DNA like develops it later. I don't know. Like maybe he just becomes this <laughs> talent wise. I think Lomelo's like. He could end up going like twenty eight, nine, and he could be like Luca, but more like a better, like yeah. more efficient three point shooter, and better defender. I mean, he's not gonna be better than Luca, but like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like the stat lines. Um, I just think like the way that Charlotte is built, he's not like he doesn't have a bunch of guys around him that are like culture. Like I know Jordan's there, like like MJ, but. I don't think MJ clearly is not doing enough to be like, dude, we need to win. We do not need to be throwing like, like the lobs are awesome and they can help you win. But I don't think that's more important than the winning. No, and they don't buy in like, enough. MJ on defense would just at be all. like, all right, to win this game, I need to score 40 points or like, I need to get 10 assists, like whatever he needed to do. Yeah. And LeBron like, has that as do. well. LeBron has that yeah. as well. I think Curry has that as well. Like those two guys both have the potential. Yeah. Both have the potential to become Hall of Famers, but I see like Ant like in five years I can see Ant going out and like running a playoffs, like just being like mm-hmm. yeah this year I'm gonna win the title and like people are gonna be like you know 2026 Edwards like you know what I mean when people talk about like 2016 Curry yeah, or like 2018 Braun like, yeah. like I, yeah. I I yeah I can see people saying like wow Anthony Edwards just put like that team of plumbers on his back for for that title right there, like, wow. And I don't see LaMelo doing that. That's why I would take Ant. I think, like, just, like, mm-hmm. the, the intangibles. No, I, yeah, you know I can I mean. totally see why someone would take Ant. But, like, so. the statistical and, like, all-around potential, LaMelo is definitely better. LaMelo, but I still yeah. prefer Ant because I think that some stuff you can't teach and Ant's, like, Ant's got the perfect balance of, like, fun, funny, good-natured, and, like, okay, now it's the kill shot. Like, now yeah. I'm going to hit this step back three, even though, like, I could also get the basket if I wanted to. That, like, I mean, you average, what, like, 22 a game? 23 a game? Yeah. Anyways, we need to wrap up, but it was awesome having you on. This went way over time, but it's usually a good thing. That means you had a lot to talk about. Um, One final message to Knicks fans. You have a final message to Knicks fans that you want to give? Uh, I'll be praying for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work, but... I know one Knicks fan at college, and he's miserable. So I can't wait for next year. It's going to be really fun talking to him. Yeah, I'm so glad I live in the Bay. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Oh, my God. I Like, on move-in day at UMass, I, I might have to wear a Warriors championship shirt. Like, I, I might have to. I'm going to be like, I was talking so much trash on social media. Like, you saw my Instagram stories, right? I did. I Whenever did, the Warriors won a game, I would post, like, 10, a minimum, like, 10 things to my story. Just to like rub it in their face, so I, yeah, I'm a mess. It's awesome. It's an awesome it. feeling. I feel so comfortable yeah. talking about the NBA now because I'm like, dude, we got the title. Steph's legacy exactly. is like people like yeah. really don't I have don't anything have to, to say hear anymore. People like, talk about a Finals MVP. Oh my 
God. Yeah. I'm like, thank you, finally. So it feels awesome. I was really like, I hadn't been superstitious about basketball in a while. Like I've been a superstitious sports fan for like my life, but like I was like I kind of got like done with it even when the Warriors like when the Warriors started being good, and then I was like like this year I was like like I refuse to talk about the Warriors on the podcast like I will not we are not doing a finals podcast until the finals are over <laughs> like I not I will not talk about the Warriors so it feels awesome I got my Warriors hat right here and my Warriors shirt that I'm going to be honest with you I have not washed since this is the shirt I wear when they won the title I have not washed it respectable not too dirty but like that's a uh, it's a little good luck um. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it was awesome to have you on. Uh, of course, thank you for having me. I'm sorry, Mikey. Will be back. Yeah, Mikey will be back next time. But yeah, it's okay. Mikey will be back next time. But uh, hope you guys like the the uh, the the front runners takes. And uh, thank you. Thank catch you. you Check time. out our podcast on Spotify yeah. and Apple Podcasts. The front runners pod. Like. I think it's there's no cast, right? It's the front runners pod. Yeah, it's just pod. All right. We'll and our picture, is, our picture is yeah. me and Chris. We need, have, we need to have an actual logo. I laughed. Like, no, I laughed. Mikey and I have made <laughs> that's why we did three it. or four jokes. That's about why we did it. We were like, the, the this cover. is such a funny picture. Like, this is going to be it for right now. But so if you guys we'll want to have some laughs, logo. if you guys want to have some yeah. laughs and also learn or hear some great sports talk, go check out their podcast. Thank you, Thank Eli. You. Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.